of May 31 through June 6, 2013. I'm your host, David Tanner, and glad you are with us again today here on Main Win U. We have quite a busy show today, lots of valuable information, and we do hope you get a lot of uh, interesting and usable information out of today's show. Just as we do every week, we like to think about what we do on the show and your suggestions for any shows for the future. We're going to take a look at what's up today because we need to get right into this pretty quickly. David Woodbridge from Vision Australia comes to us first, and David is going to be introducing the Chrome Box from Samsung. And David is going to tell us a little bit about this device and give us a review of the Chrome operating system and Chrome Box screen reader, and I think you will find that to be very interesting. Then, next compliments of Dauphin Access, we get a overview and a bit of a demonstration of the use of Supernova latest release with Windows 8. We get to see some of how the Dauphin Access Supernova works with the Windows start screen and a number of other Windows 8 features. Then Mary Emerson comes up next and she's going to be demonstrating and showing us all about Quick Browser, a new feature in the version 8 firmware update for Braille Sense on all of the HEMS note takers and she's going to show us how the Quick Browser and the regular browser in the Braille Sense work with version 8 of their software. And then finally, David Tanner comes to us with the first of a two-part series reviewing an app for iOS, all of your iOS devices. And he will be covering this week a general overview of the app and then showing you how to do the initial setup of the app and letting you hear a bit of the voices and some of the exciting features of this app. We hope that you get a lot of valuable information out of this week's program and you have a great week. We'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu. Now available, it's the ACB Radio Tuner, version 8. What you try now, man? A triumph of technological engineering. A work of art. Now ACB Radio is easier than ever to receive. With our ACB Radio Tuner number 8, you can receive all of our channels such as Mainstream, The Voice of the Blind Community, Cafe, uh, What You Said, Treasure Trove, I was on Jack Benny's program. I heard you and you as well. Interactive. Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. World news and information. Your Majesty, congratulations. And our live events channel. Pick it up today from our download section on www.acbradio.org. The following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. 
Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this quick demonstration of using the Samsung Chromebook with speech. And of course the speech being the Chromevox screen reader, which you can also get to use on Google Chrome via an extension in Mac or Windows. So for this demonstration, I'm going to give you a physical description of the Samsung Chromebook itself. I will turn the unit on. We'll explore the desktop and the system tray area or the status area. And then we'll jump into a web page and do some screen navigation or web navigation with Chromevox. We'll look at some Chromevox options such as altering the speech rate and how to get into Chromevox help. Then we'll look at Scratchpad which is a basic note taking application for Chrome OS. And then we'll take a quick look at reading an email in Gmail. So I've currently got the Chromebook at the moment all closed up and it's basically like a little laptop computer. At the back rear edge on the left hand side, sort of towards in the middle, you have the port to plug in your power adapter. Then next to that you basically have three ports. You've got a HDMI port followed by two USB ports and then coming further over to the right hand side, not quite, you have a little plastic window and I'm assuming that's to allow Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connectivity. And then on the left hand side of the Chromebook back towards the left hand side is a 3.5mm headphone jack to plug in headphones of course and then below that is a little door that you can stick in a SD card into. If you come to the top surface of the Chromebook as it's closed there's a very hefty hinge at the back of the Chromebook that the, course, that the screen of course attaches to and it's actually very solid so when you open this up it doesn't feel flimsy at all, it actually feels quite solid in your hand. So what I'm basically going to do is I'm now going to open it up. So I'm basically pulling the screen up and towards the back. And you heard the whoosh, you hear it say Woody in a minute. Connected to Woody. Okay, so you heard it say connected to Woody. That's my Wi-Fi network at home. And that whoosh, sounds actually quite good because you know it's actually operating. Before we get on to exploring the desktop screen, I'll just give you a quick explanation of the actual keyboard itself. So the laptop style keyboard is basically the same in most respects to a standard Windows laptop keyboard except you don't have a Windows key so to the left and right of the spacebar you have a control and alt key only there's no third key which would be the Windows key and there's no function key so two keys to the left and right of your spacebar and then where the caps lock key normally is that's actually your search key and when you're running the screen reader Chromevox that becomes part of your Chromevox key sequence. So normally the Chromevox key sequence that we'll get onto in a minute is that key, the search key, plus the shift key. But there are other ways of also using the search key that I'll get onto in a minute when we go into a web page. And then on the top right hand side of that laptop style keyboard where your function keys are, the key over on the right hand side is your on or off key. And of course in front of the laptop keyboard you have the traditional trackpad and then if I come to the front and then come underneath the Chromebook on either side there is a grill on either side and that's your speakers and then of course if we come back to the screen at the top of the screen you have the webcam camera and keep in mind that when you're using the Chromebook i.e. Chrome OS you're primarily using services on the internet there are some applications that will run in local mode 
but as of this recording I haven't tried many of them besides the Scratchpad Notepad which will work offline. When I first set up the Chromebook all I really had to do was turn the speech on with Control, Alt and Z and then go through some setup parameters including keyboard selection, my Wi-Fi network at home plus its password and then of course logging into my Gmail account with my Gmail email address and password and then after that point I was up and running with the Chromebook with speech and literally that whole process probably took me less than about 10 minutes. Currently I have the Chromebook on. Now I had this in standby mode when I opened it up so that's why it came up and made that noise and said Woody Network and I basically landed at my desktop screen. If I turned it off and then on again what it would come up with would be to ask me for my password for my Gmail address and then I would just type in my password, hit enter, and I would be at the same spot that I am now. So let me press the right arrow key. Gmail button. So that's Gmail. Now if I press left arrow. Google Chrome button. That's Google Chrome, i.e. the web browser. And that's the first icon on the desktop. And basically, if I press right arrow or left arrow, it's going to cycle around all the icons on the desktop. So I'm going to press right arrow again. Gmail button. There's Gmail. Google search button. Google search. Google Drive button. Google Drive. YouTube button. YouTube. Apps button. Apps, which I'll go to in a minute. Google Chrome button. And back to Google Chrome again. All right. So let's go to apps, for example. So I'm going to press the right arrow again. Gmail button. Google search button. Google Drive button. YouTube button. Apps button. Okay, there's apps. I'm going to press the enter key. Text box. Okay, you heard it say text box, which is a search. I'm going to press right arrow. Chrome Web Store button. Okay, that's the Chrome Web Store where you purchase and download apps from, which is also accessible via the screen reader. Right arrow. Chrome button. There's Chrome again. YouTube button. YouTube. Gmail button. Gmail. Google search Google button. search, going through the same options I had on the previous screen. Google Calendar button. Now we've got Google Calendar. Scratchpad button. That's the text editor that I'll show you a bit later on. Google Maps button. Google Maps. Google Drive button. Google Drive. Google Docs button. Google Docs. Google Sheets button. Google Sheets. Google Slides button. Google Slides. Google Plus button. Google Plus. Video Call Launcher for Hangouts button. Video Call Launcher for Hangouts. Files button. Files. Get Started button. Get Started. Google Play Music button. Google Play Music. Google Play Books button. Google Play Books. Google Play Movies button. Google Play Movies. Games button. Games. Calculator, calculator button. Camera button. Camera and Chrome Remote Desktop Chrome button. Chrome Remote Desktop. Now I've also downloaded and installed a few apps as well. So if I press my right arrow key. The Weather Channel for Chrome button. There's the Weather Channel for Chrome. TWIT Live button. That's TWIT or TWIT Live, which is the TWIT network. Dropbox button. There's Dropbox and the Social Radio for Twitter button. The Social Radio for Twitter, which is the same for iOS, i.e. iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad. Of course, the talking timeline for your Twitter feed. Okay, so that's basically the desktop. If I wanted to get back to the main screen, if you like, out of this app screen, I'm just going to press Control F1. Google Chrome button. Okay, and I'm back to the main desktop screen. And the F1 key, of course, on the top row of the function keys, I've got Escape, and then F1, F2, F3, etc. So if I press right arrow, Gmail, Gmail button, again. Google search, Google button. search, so I know that I'm back at the main screen. So if I keep pressing right arrow, Google Drive, YouTube, apps, button. There's the apps selection that I went into previously for the extra apps about Google Docs, Google Calendar, etc. 
Just let me press left arrow to get back to Google Chrome. YouTube, Google Drive, Google Search, Gmail, Google Chrome, button. Okay, so back on Google Chrome. Not that it makes much difference, but it's good to be in a known spot. Now I'm going to access the status menu. So I'm going to press Control F1 again. Status tray, button. Okay, I'm on status tray now. If I press Control F1 again. Google Chrome, button. Okay, Google Chrome, which is the first icon on the desktop. So I'm going to press Control F1 again. Status tray, button. There's the status tray, and I'm going to press the space bar to activate it. And I'm going to press Tab. Sign out, button. That's the sign out button, of course, to sign out of my current Gmail account. Tab again. US keyboard, button. That's the US keyboard. And I could change that over to the UK keyboard if I wished. Tab again. Accessibility button. There's accessibility button. And of course the items that the Chromebook currently supports at the time of this recording is of course the speech, high contrast and screen magnification. So I press tab again. Connected to Woody button. Connected to Woody. Tells me what network I'm currently connected to. Tab again. Bluetooth enabled button. I've got Bluetooth enabled. Tab again. 48% volume slider. That's the slider for volume. And if I wanted to adjust that, I'm going to just press my right arrow key. 58% volume okay. slider. So very loud. Press left arrow. 48% volume slider. 48%. And as you can tell, it actually plays a sound as you're moving up and down the volume to let you know how loud it is. Okay, tap again. Settings. Battery is 60% full. Time left until battery is empty. 5 hours and 34 minutes. Button. Okay, so that's both the settings button and also your battery level. So it just told me how much battery time I've got left. And when I've charged this in the past from being completely flat, it's taken about two hours to fully charge the Chromebook. And one thing that doesn't happen is when it's getting very low, there doesn't seem to be any dialog box that pops up as far as the screen reader is concerned to let you know that you're getting very close. To having the machine closed down because there's no battery power left. Okay, let's press tab again. Wednesday, the 22nd of May 2013, 11:54 a.m. Button. Okay, that's the date time, that's the clock. And it just told me the date and time. Tab again. Help button. There's the help button. Tab again. Shutdown button. There's the shutdown button, which would, of course, also turn off the Chromebook. Tab again. Lock button. That's to lock the screen. Tab again. Sign out button. And we're back to the sign out button. So I'm going to press Control F1 again. Google Chrome button. And as you can tell, we're back to the main desktop screen. Now I'm just going to open up a new window for a browsing session. So I'm going to do Control N for new. Window, new tab, tab, new tab. Okay, so I've opened up a new screen that I can now just straight away type in a web address. If I don't want to do that and I press tab. Microsoft Exchange hyphen Outlook web access link. Okay, these are my bookmarks that I've currently got here to access websites that I've previously done on this Chromebook. And to cycle through them, I could press right arrow or left arrow to go through each one of them. And then, of course, press enter on any one of those to then bring up that web page. If I press tab, other devices button, I can search for what I've accessed on other devices. I press tab again, recently closed button. This is recently closed web pages. Press tab again, web store link. That's the web store. I press tab again, text box. And I'm back to the text box that I landed on initially when I came into this new page. And if I press tab again. Use left and right arrow keys to navigate. Menu. Microsoft Exchange hyphen Outlook Web Access link. Okay, there's the items that I previously had saved in my bookmarks to go straight back to those websites again. So I'm going to do shift tab. Text box. Okay, there's a text area. Let me type in a web address. I'm going to type in visionaustralia.org. So www.visionaustralia.org. Book. 
www.visionaustralia.org Vision Australia, main navigation listings with seven items, fundraising, link list item. Okay, so as you can tell, you get a nice sound when the page is loaded to let you know what's happening. And then of course you've got lots of navigation options with the Chromevox screen reader. And the first one that I always like to do is search and shift and modify your speech rate with the left or right brackets. So if I do search, shift and left bracket. Rate 98%, okay, so rate down. 96%, rate 94%, rate 92%, rate 90%. Rate 88, rate 85, rate 83, rate 81, rate 79, rate 70, rate 70, rate 73 per, rate 71 per, rate 60, rate 67, rate 60, rate 63, rate 60 percent. Okay, and of course if I press search, shift, and right bracket. Rate 63, rate 65, rate 67, rate 69, rate 71 percent. Okay, you can tell it's increasing it. And if I wanted to change the pitch, search, shift, and quote. Pitch six percent, pitch eleven, pitch seventeen, pitch twenty, pitch twenty, pitch thirty-three percent, pitch thirty, pitch forty-four percent. <laughs> okay, so I'm putting it back to zero. So search, shift, and semicolon. Pitch, 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 pitch seven, pitch eleven, pitch six, pitch zero percent. Okay, so I'm back to zero percent pitch. And of course, if you wanted to change the volume at this point, and of course, if you wanted the volume to go up, it's function key ten. Okay, and then volume to go down, it's function key nine. And if I pressed function key 8, I've just muted the actual sound of the Chromebook. And I press F8 again, and I've got sound back. So if I press F10 or F9, okay, now I've got sound back again. Okay, now I won't go through all the screen reading functions that you can do on a web page with Chromebox. But if you wanted to navigate, for example, by heading, it's actually search, shift, and then N for next or P for previous and then the element you want to navigate by in this case H for header so I'm going to do that now search shift and N and then I'm going to press H Vision Australia heading 1 okay, and again section blind or low vision heading 2 header and then if I wanted to start reading item by item search shift and right arrow listings with 5 items list item library do you have a print disability I want help living independently link list item Get involved and join a group. Link list okay, item. Of course, search, shift, and left arrow. I want help living in. Do you have a print disability? Library. Link. Blind or low vision. Heading to header. Okay. And if you want to remind yourself what the commands are, the help mode for Chromevox is actually search, shift, and period. Keyboard help. Use up and down arrow keys to browse or type to search. Okay, use up and down arrow keys to browse or type in search. So I'm going to press down arrow. Jump to previous folk usable item hyphen shift plus tab. Jump to next folk usable item hyphen tab. Okay, so that's how we can press tab or shift tab to go through web pages. Stop speech hyphen control. Stop speech control. Prefix key hyphen control plus semicolon. Prefix key control plus semicolon I bypass key. And if I just press escape. Exited. Keyboard help. I've exited keyboard help. And then if you want to access the built-in tutorial that teaches you how to use Chromevox, you can do search, shift, and O, and then T for tutorial. Chromevox.www. 
Chromevox Interactive Tutorial Chromevox enables you to use your keyboard to explore the web with the help of synthesized speech. You can stop Chromevox from talking at any time by pressing the control key. Let's start off with the basic keyboard shortcuts required to read this guide. When pressed at the same time, the shift and search keys are known as the Chromevox keys. If you already know where these keys are located, you can press Chromevox plus down arrow now to move to the next paragraph. If you would like more information on the location of these keys, press the space bar. Okay, so what I'm going to do now, I'm just going to close this window. And the way I close the window is Control and W. Vision Australia tab. Okay, and it does time now back to the Vision Australia tab, i.e. the web page that we were previously on before we went into the tutorial. And just one final thing before we move on to the scratch pad. You can actually lock those keys in. So rather than having to press search and shift all the time, if I just press the search key twice. Sticky mode enabled. I've enabled sticky mode. Okay, so rather than me having to do, for example, search, shift, and left bracket to decrease the speech, I can now just press left bracket by itself. Rate 69%. Or right bracket, go up. Rate 71%. Without having to hold the search and shift keys in. And of course, to deactivate it, it's just the search key twice again. Sticky mode disabled. And I've just turned it off. So I'm going to leave that open for the moment. I'm going to cycle back around to the main desktop screen. So that's Control F1 www.visionaustralia.org text box google chrome button okay, there's google chrome let's go to apps i'm going to do right arrow gmail google google drop youtube vision apps button okay and it was nice you heard it if i go left arrow vision australia button okay that's the web page that i was just sitting on which is quite handy so right arrow apps button enter text box Okay, right arrow again to get over to Scratchpad. Chrome, Chrome, YouTube, Gmail, Google Search, Google Calendar, Scratchpad, button. And the Scratchpad, enter. www.visionaustralia.org, deleted. Section, section, edit text. Okay, so I'm in the edit text section, and you heard the confirming sound when the app was loaded. So for example, it suddenly rings me up and says, can you just take down this number? So I think, yep, I can do that. So I open up Scratchpad and I can type in Vision, Vision. Australia, Australia. 1300, 847, 866, 866, and enter. Blank. And then put a note to myself saying, please, please. Ring, ring to confirm P. appointment, appointment. tomorrow. Appoint Tomorrow, blank, blank. Blank. Okay, and if I press up, arrow. David, blank. Please ring to confirm appointment tomorrow. Vision Australia 1300-847-466. Okay, and of course, if I press Control right arrow. Vision Australia. Okay. 1300. Okay, and then I can navigate just by pressing the right arrow to get character by character. Space eight four seven. Okay, left arrow. Seven four eight. Space zero zero three one. Okay, etc. All your normal copy, cut, and paste commands still work with Control C, Control X, and Control V. When you highlight something with Shift down arrow or Shift Control left and right arrow, etc., it actually tells you via the screen reader what's being highlighted. So that's actually very handy. And then, of course, when you've finished your note, you can just do Control W. Vision Australia tab. And if I want to, if I just press Control Tab now. Vision Australia tab. I've just jumped to the other window that's containing my website for Vision Australia. So if I just press tab now. www.visionaustralia.org Exited main sections. Home Vision Australia.
listings with three item locations link list okay and of course if i want to close this web page down i can do Control w untitled message hyphen and if i want to close that window i can do Control w for my untitled scratch pad google chrome button okay, and i'm back to my desktop screen with those other windows closed for the moment okay now let me just quickly show you what it's like to read or listen to an email. So I'm gonna press right arrow. Gmail button. It's Gmail, I'm gonna press enter. Window HTTPS colon slash slash mail dot google dot com slash mail slash car tab. Okay, I just press the control key to keep it quiet. There's the loading sound. Inbox hyphen David Woodburn at gmail.com hyphen gmail. Okay, so I press the dinner key. Amazon Kindle support. Your personal documents are now archived in your Kindle library. Dear Kindle customer, we noticed you recently used the Kindle personal document service. The service, May 11. Okay, so let's read a bit of the message to me. And then to read it, I'll just press enter. Your personal documents are now archived in your Kindle library. Heading one main. And of course, to read, to read the rest of the message now, I press search and shift and press right arrow. Kindle library important mainly because of the words in the message image inbox search amazon kindles star checkbox not to me dear kindle we noticed you recently used the kindle personal document service the service now automatically archives personal documents in your kindle library until you choose to delete them you can always use manage your kindle link to okay and i'll just stop reading and then when i'm finished i just press alt and left arrow Maintain Amazon Kindle support. Your personal documents are now up. And I'm back to the main message list. So I'm going to close this window again with Control W. Google Chrome button. And I'm back to the main desktop. And if I wanted to just put my Chromebook on standby, I could close the lid. Or if I want to close it down, of course, I can press Control F1. Status tray button. Press spacebar to activate the status tray. Press tab. Sign out button. US keyboard. Accessibility. Connected to Woody. Bluetooth enabled. 44%. Settings. Battery is Wednesday. The 20 sec help button. Shut down button. Okay, shut down and press enter. Okay, and if I press my keyboard, it's all turned off. Okay, so that completes a fairly quick overview of using some of the features of Chrome OS on the Samsung Chromebook. Of course, using the built-in speech Chromevox, which you can enable with Control, Alt, and Z. And what you may have noticed, when you're on the Chrome OS desktop itself, it's very basic screen reading functions. Oh, yeah, you can't get access to the full Chromevox functionality. When you're in a web browsing session, though, you have full access to Chromevox via the search and shift key functionality, etc. So I hope this demonstration has been of some use to you. Thanks for listening, and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to Windows 8 Essentials, a podcast brought to you by Dolphin Computer Access. My name is Maggie McCarthy and I'll be talking through using Supernova together with Windows 8. Today I'm working with Windows 8 Pro and Supernova 1350 and I'm using the desktop keyboard layout for hotkeys. 
The aim of the podcast today is to help you find your way around Windows 8 using Supernova. So firstly, we'll look at the start screen and how to navigate it. Secondly, we'll investigate the charms bar and find out what can be done from there. Thirdly, we'll go through the desktop, taskbar and systems tray before finally signing out and shutting down your computer. Start menu. Start apps list view. Mail table four rows by six columns. Mail column one row one open. So the start screen, as you heard, is the first thing you encounter after logging on. On the start screen, the shortcuts are shown as tiles. And these shortcuts or tiles go to the programs and resources that you will use regularly. They can include apps, desktop programs, documents, web pages, contacts, all sorts of things. Some tiles can be static or some can be live. Uh, ones that are called live tiles show changing information streamed from the internet, like, like the news headlines or weather. So the tiles appear in the form of a grid. And to navigate the tiles, you use the arrow keys to move across the columns and down the rows. Calendar column 3, row 1, open. Internet Explorer column 5, row 1. Store 15, column 6, row 1. And I'm just going to go down now. Sky Drive column 6, row 2. Sports Skycom Jess Ennis named World Sportswoman of the Year column 5 row 3 open. News Falklands vote yes to staying British. Image column 5 row 4 open. Weather 2. Worcester. Mostly sunny. To get to the weather I just need to press enter. Weather. Launch Dolphin page has one headings one landmarks. Worcester. England Worcester. Today 3. Current condition partly cloudy. Feels like minus 3. Precipitation 0%. I'm just going to return to the start screen now. You just press the Windows key. Dolphin cursor off start menu. Start apps list view. Now, I'll just tell you at this point, it's not possible to navigate the tiles using the first letter navigation on the start screen because that opens the search charm, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. The tiles on the start screen um, appear in groups, and by default, the name of the first tile in the group is the name given to the group. You can switch to um, the group view from the start screen, but you must know that there is a hotkey conflict. Um, so what you need to do in this situation before you press control, left control and minus to get this switch to groups, you need to allow through, which is left control and number seven above the QWERTY keyboard. So I'm just going to do that first. Allow through. So that's allowing through my next control, which is left control and minus. And this switches to switch to groups. Mail group. I'm arrowing right. Start apps list view. Bing group. And this is the Bing group. And to get into there, I press enter. Bing table four rows by two columns. Now, if you want to pin or unpin a tile, it's to use the application key. Start menu bar. Unpin from start. So here you get some choices. You can unpin an app from the start menu. Uninstall. If you right arrow once, you get the chance to uninstall. Smaller. You can make it smaller. I'll just tell you now that you can have tiles that are double width, and this one that we've been on is a double width. So if you wanted to reduce that to single, that's what you would do there. Turn live tile off. And turning the live tile off is that choice. You could enter on that one. Switch to all applications. Switching to all applications, which you've... Of course, you can also do from the start screen with the control and tab key. Okay, I'm going to escape out of that now. Start apps list view. Okay, um, Windows 8 includes a menu bar called the charms bar. This appears on the right-hand side of the screen, and you can open it at any time. And the way you do that is by pressing Windows key in C. Charm bar. Search, search in your applications. 
button. So the first one is the search charm. Uh, it lets you enter a search term and find results in the current application, in any other application, on the computer and on the web. Um, so you can do all your searches from one place and you can automatically go to the search charm if you just begin typing on the start screen or in the all programs view. Share, share this content with people button. That is where you can, if you have a photo or anything, you can go into share and send that out through your email or various ways. Start, start your applications button. Okay. Devices send this content to a device button. Okay, this is the devices charm, and it lets you do things like send files and stream films um, to televisions. And the final charm is... Settings adjust your application and frequently used system settings. You can do basic things from here, like shutting down your computer or change the volume, and you can also change things like your privacy settings in, in um, applications and accounts, like your email accounts. Now, each of those does have its own individual hotkey as well, so you can use um, shortcuts straight away from the Start menu. So to open the, the Search charm, it's Windows key and Q. Search. Search apps. Blank line edit. To open the Search charm and uh, look for settings, the hotkey for that one is Windows key and W. Mail Search. Search settings. Blank line edit. And look for files, it's Windows key and F. Search. Search files, blank line edit. And the share charm, that's Windows key and H. Share, share, there's nothing to share at the moment. Uh, to open the devices charm, it's Windows key, uh, key and K. Devices, devices start, there's nothing to send at the moment. And to open the settings charm, Windows key and I. Settings, settings, start list view, tile selected. And I can escape from the settings. Start menu. Start apps time. list view. The tools menu has got more advanced user options like device manager, task manager, the control panel, run, command prompt and power options. And to open the tools menu, you press Windows key and X. The next part we're going to have a look at is the desktop taskbar and system tray or notification area. So this remains available in Windows 8, you might be glad to hear. You can go to the desktop using the desktop tile on the start screen or the quick way is to press the Windows key and D for desktop. Desktop, list view, recycle bin unselected one of two. If you want to go straight to the taskbar, you press Windows key and T. Toolbar, Internet Explorer button. If you want to go straight to the system tray, you press Windows key and B. System tray toolbar, notification chevron button. Windows 8 supports desktop applications and apps. Unlike full desktop applications, apps all run full screen and take advantage of the same simple menu and control styles. Their programs you'll typically download and install from the Windows 8 store. And of course, like any program, apps do come with varying levels of accessibility, so it's um, a bit of trial and error there for you. The Internet Explorer app is a good example. If you run the Internet Explorer app from the start screen, you'll find that it's got none of the menu bar or toolbars you typically find on a on the traditional desktop version that you're probably used to. A little tip is you can set Internet Explorer tile on the start screen to always open the Internet Explorer desktop version uh, by changing your Internet options. Now, if you want uh, more information about that, we do have a knowledge base article on our website at www.yourdolphin.com and the knowledge base article number is Q0428. Right, well, we're coming towards the end of our tour of Windows 8. 
I'm just going to go back to the start menu by pressing the Windows key. Bin start apps list view. And the final thing I want to go through with you is how you shut down and sign out. So you can shut down the computer from the desktop or by using the settings charm. Um, and I'm going to go through each method for you. So using the settings charm first of all, you need to press Windows key and I. Settings. Settings. Start list view. Tiles selected. And as you can hear, the settings charm has opened. Uh, and now you need to tab to the power options button. Networks. This volume. Notifications button. Power options button. Press the space bar here. Menu. Sleep one of three. And as you can hear, a menu is opened. And you need to arrow through this. Shut down two of three. Update and restart three of three. But I'm not going to do any of those right now because I'm going to talk you through the other way of doing this. So I really want to show you this other method from the desktop. So to get to the desktop, I'm going to press Windows key and D. Internet Explorer. From here, if we press Alt and F4. Shut down Windows. What do you want the computer to do? Switched user pull-down list box shortcut W. So from here, you use the arrow keys to choose the way you would like the computer to shut down and press Enter. I'll just go through those choices for you. Sign out. Sleep. Shut down. Okay, so um, thank you for joining me today. We've had a, a little tour of Windows 8 um, through this Windows 8 Essentials podcast. We had a little look at the start screen and the tiles on there and how you navigate them. We had uh, a little investigation of the charms bar, um, how to get to each one using their separate hotkeys and what you can do from those places. Then we had a look at the desktop, taskbar and the systems tray um, to see how to navigate around those before signing out and shutting down your computer. If you'd like to give any feedback or ask for more information, please feel free to contact us on the Dolphin website, which is www.yourdolphin.com. Everybody, this is Mary Emerson, and in our continuing discussion of Hymns version eight, we're going to talk about the web browser. And first of all, I'm going to do a short list of what the regular web browser will not support. Afterward, I'll tell you what the quick browser will not support, and then we'll go to a page that has a lot of stuff on it. First, using the regular browser. Second, using the quick browser. And I think this will give you a practical idea of what's going on here. First of all, I'm in the manual, user's guide, and I'm in 9.1.9, the section that says what the web browser, and this is the regular one, does not support. And there are a few items here. One is images, and the second item is any executable files on websites. You can't run those. Third, a web page using Flash. You can open it, but the Flash content may not be viewed. And some pages that use JavaScript cannot be opened either. So that's a quick summary of the regular browser. Now we're in the section 9.2.8, which says what the quick browser does not support. Images, as before. Any executable files on websites cannot be supported, and this is true also of the regular browser. 
Three, a web page using Flash can be opened, as I said previously, but the Flash content may not be read. Item four, JavaScript is not supported at all. Some web pages that use JavaScript cannot be opened. Others will allow you to open them, but many controls won't be accessible. Five, also you cannot stream audio using the Quick Browser. You have to download the files and play them in the media player or use the original web browser to stream the files. So it does have limitations, but there are advantages, which means it's a lot quicker. So what we're going to do is we're going to get out of the user manual. I'm going to get out of the file manager with Alt F4. File manager. And I'm going to down arrow. Word processor, email, media, organizer, web tools. And that's where the browsers are. So let's press enter. We have the web browser. Quick browser. And the quick browser is a second item. So I'm going to push web browser. enter on web browser. Starting web browser. HTTP www.tenzik.com. It's loading the page. Assistive technology for the blind and visually. Okay, that is going to the HIMSS site using the regular browser. I'm going to get out with Alt F4. Web browser. I'm going to down arrow. Quick browser. I've not used the quick browser before, so we're going to see if it lives up to its name. I'm going to push enter. Loading. Assistive technology. And there it is. Almost immediately, we're on the HIMSS site. So hooray for HIMS! they've done a good job with this. And that is my demo of the Quick Browser. Well, I'd like to introduce to you today an app named Voice Dream Reader. And actually, Voice Dream Reader comes in two versions. There is a Voice Dream Reader Lite, L-I-T-E, which gives you all of the features that you can use. The one thing that makes it a light version is that when you ask it to play and read text to you, it reads up to 300 words and then stops. And then if you want to hear another 300 words, you have to tap on the play button to get it to play another 300 words. All the other features are unlimited, but uh, you can only hear a max of 300 words at a time. This app also does have a iPad version, which gives you some additional uses with the visual parts of it. We are going to be looking uh, only at the parts of this app that uh, deal with the speech. Obviously, we couldn't do very much to show you what happens with the adjustments and the different things you can do with the visual parts of the app, but you are going to get to hear what those are because I'm going to let you hear the welcome document for this app here in a few minutes. This app has been around for a little while. I had heard about it, but not heard a lot about it until just recently when I saw quite a group of messages from several days worth of 
messages in more than one different mailing list and people were commenting about how wonderful it was and all the things that it would do. Then I also asked a couple of other people that I knew if they'd heard of it and their compliments were very, very good. And so here, just about a week ago now, I downloaded the app and I've been trying it out and using it and finding it to be an app that I like very much and hopefully you will too. And so I want to get us into listening to this welcome document here pretty quickly. I'm going to be using the default speech that comes with the app and you'll understand more about that when we go through setting up the app here in a little bit but uh, we are going to be using heather us that is the voice that you get for free with the app you can buy quite a number of additional languages and a number of additional english speech voices there are a total of 23 speech voices that are English and we won't go through that whole list here. Suffice it to say there are quite a number when it includes the voice text speech and the acapella speech and so I think you'll be pretty impressed with the different kinds of speech that you can comes with it or you can purchase to add on to it. And it also works with voiceover and it's of course made to work very well with voiceover. I want to go ahead now and let you hear the welcome. We are going to go ahead and do that at the default rate of speech that is sent in the application and I think for most of you will find it it's a little slow but I want you to get an idea what it's like at the speed that it actually comes at before you would reset it for a faster speed. So let's gonna go into our uh, welcome play button. Speaks the entire text until the end. I'll walk you through the key features. Please go through the help section and settings for more details. On this screen, tap anywhere to bring back the controls. You can scroll around the text while the app is reading. To get back to the highlighted text being read, tap the screen with two fingers. If you double tap on a word, or tap twice in quick succession, the app will start reading from that word. If you press on the word and hold for a second, you'll have the option to see the dictionary definition of a word, create a bookmark at the paragraph, or highlight the current sentence. Finally, you can swipe left and right with two fingers to go back and forward one sentence at a time. You can reduce the size of the text area by pinching or squeezing it. The text will scroll automatically so that the words being read will always be in the middle of the screen. This is called focused reading mode. The voice setting button on the top right lets you speed up or slow down speech. Voice Dream Reader automatically detects the language of your text and uses your preferred voice for that language when you listen to it for the first time. Text navigation controls are located at the bottom. You can rewind or fast forward by 30 seconds. To set the sleep timer, press the play or pause button and hold for a second. A clock will show up at the bottom and the app will stop reading when time is up. To turn off the timer, just tap the clock. The home button at the top left takes you back to the home screen. Go ahead and press it now. The app will continue reading. In fact, the app continues reading even when you exit the app or lock your device. 
the home screen lists everything stored in your device. The icon at the left of each article indicates the progress you've made. The file cabinet button at the top left of the home screen is for filtering your list of articles and books, and for managing your content with your own folders. Press the plus button in the file cabinet to create a folder. To move items to the new folder, press the edit button on the top right of the home screen. You'll then be able to select items and move them. Playlist is a special folder for those long commutes. You can pick articles you want to listen to and put them in the right order. Removing items from the playlist will not delete them permanently from your device. There are many ways to load content into Voice Dream Reader. We extract text from files in PDF, Microsoft Word, plain text, EPUB ebook and other formats. You can open files directly from Dropbox by pressing the plus button at the bottom of the screen. Or you can open the file in another app and use the open in command to open it in Voice Dream Reader. You can enter your own text, or paste and text you copied from another app using the editor, again with the plus button. You can download books from Gutenberg or Bookshare. To activate Bookshare, go to Settings and enter your user ID and password first. Then Bookshare will appear as an option when you press the plus button. To listen to the content of a web page, open the built-in web browser using the plus button. Go to the web page and press Save. There are two options for saving, Smart Save and Save All. Smart Save try to extract only the article without the menus and advertisements. You can sign up for a bookmarking service. We support Pocket and Instapaper. Once you configure Voice Dream Reader with your username and password, you can press the Refresh button at the bottom to download new articles. The setting button at the bottom takes you to a screen where you can configure Dropbox, Pocket, Instapaper and Bookshare accounts. You can download voices that you already own and manage my voices, or buy additional voices. You'll also find the Google Translate feature, and advanced settings which you might want to look through. Voice Dream Reader will be actively enhanced, so please send us comments and suggestions. We'll be glad to hear from you. Voice Dream Reader version 2.7.2 Using text-to-speech tips for voiceover users getting content from files getting content from web pages managing content frequently asked questions. Using text-to-speech. Using the reader the controls for text-to-speech are similar to those for listening to music. You can play and pause just as you would in any music player. Voice Dream Reader remembers where you leave off, and when you open the article or book again, it'll go straight to that location. The text box that shows the text has some important capabilities. Tap anywhere and you'll enter full screen mode. Tapping again will bring back the controls at the top and bottom. By default, the app enters full screen mode a few seconds after you press play, but you can disable auto full screen from advanced settings. While listening, you can scroll anywhere in text, either by dragging on the text or using the slider at the bottom. To get back to the highlighted text being read, tap the screen with two fingers. You can double tap tapping twice in quick succession on any word, and Voice Dream Reader will start reading from that word. Another useful gesture is sentence rewind and fast forward. Swipe left with two fingers, and the reader will go backwards to the beginning of the current sentence. Two fingers swipe to the right, and the reader will advance to the next sentence. If you press on the word and hold, a menu will pop up. You can see the dictionary definition of the word by pressing Define. 
All right. Well, that just gives you a, a bit of an idea what this app is all about. And we'll go into more detail as we go along through our review. And this may be a more than one part review. I'm thinking it very possibly will. As you can see, Voice Dream Reader has a lot to it. And so in order to really give you a good review, we are going to take the time to really go through different parts of it. We'll probably make the Bookshare part a separate part and some of the other parts such as setting up Dropbox and loading files from Dropbox and so forth. But let's go on now and show you how to set up Voice Dream Reader once you have downloaded it onto your device. All right, we have just brought up the Voice Dream Reader app, and I'm going to let you see what it says here on the first screen. Welcome. All right, so we get next and welcome, and that's all we get. So I'm going to find the next key. Next button. There's the next button, and I'm going to double tap. Back, back button. And we are sitting on the back button, but let's see what else it has to say. Back, back button. Next button. Voice. Voice Dream Reader needs to download new voice data before you can use it. Download button. All right, so it says that Voice Dream needs to download some voices before we can start. So we want to go there. Voice Dream Reader needs to download new voice data before you can use it. And the line before that. Voice. Next button. And there's the next. And back, back button. Next. Voice. Voice Dream Reader needs to down download button. And so you've got to go down to the last thing on that page to get the download button. So we can download the initial voice that comes with Voice Dream Reader. And so let's double tap on that. Cancel. And we get a cancel. And this is going to take a little time. It does take a little bit of time to download. And, of course, preferably you're setting on a Wi-Fi connection at this point because you are going to be low downloading some bit of data here. And so it would be preferable for you to be on Wi-Fi connection. Meantime, until it completes, here's what your screen looks like. Back, back button, next button, voice. Voice Dream Reader needs to download new voice data before you can use it. Cancel button. All right. And when it's finished, it will let us... Progress, 72%. 93%. 95%. Progress, 100%. Voice download was successful. Okay, so when it finishes, you will see right below where it says it needs to download voices. You'll see that it says that it has successfully downloaded the voices, the voice, and now we can go up back again close to the top. Download button. Voice Dream Reader needs to voice. Next button. And there's our next button. Now tap on that. Back, back button. And let's see what we have. Back, back button. Next button. Add voices. Bridget, British, dimmed. And here we get a menu for where we can choose additional voice. Now, you get the first voice for free. It comes with the app. But then after that, if you want additional voices, you have to go in and pick which voice you want. And there is a charge for it. So let's look at this screen and just see what we've got here. And so you get an idea what's going to happen here if you want to add additional voices. Let's start at the top. Bridget, add voice. Next button. Back. Back button. All right. When I'm at the top, I'm on the back button. I swipe to the right. Next button. There's the next button. Add voices. Add voices is next. Bridget. British. Tim. There's British. Uh, and then I swipe once and I get nothing. Play button. 
and I get a play button. $2.99. And then button. I get the price. All right. So let's let's see a couple more here, and then we'll go on. Deepa, Indian, dimmed. And there's an Indian voice. Play button, $1.99. Graham, British, dimmed. Play button, $1.99. Heather U.S., install. Play button. Okay, Heather is the English voice, U.S. voice that is in pre-installed, that is installed, that we just installed. Julie U.S., dimmed. There's Julie U.S., Play button. Let's see what Julie U.S. sounds like. I'll double tap on that. Alert. Experience the world-class natural-sounding text-to-speech TTS today. You can now empower your applications with advanced speech technology using voice text. Robotic voices are now history. Back. Back button. Okay, and so there you saw what she sounded like, and we swiped the right more time. $2.99 And button. if you wanted her, she's $2.99. All right, so we're not going to buy anything right now. We're going to go back. Add voices. Huh? Next button. And we find the next button, and we're going to double tap. Back, back button. And let's see what we have on this page. Back, back button. Next button. Press on a word for a second to bring up bookmarking menu. Pinch the screen to enter focused reading mode. Tap with two fingers to scroll to the text being read out loud. Double tap on a word to start reading from there. Gestures. All right, so those are some gestures you can use, some of the basic gestures you can use, and it gives you those just before we get to the start screen. And so let's go on now and back. Press go on a word. Next our... button. Press on a word for a second to bring up bookmarking menu. Pinch the screen to enter focused reading mode. Tap with two fingers to scroll to the text being read out loud. Double tap on a word to start reading from there. Gestures. Next button. And there's our next button. Back. Back button. And let's see where we are now. Back. Back button. Done. Button. Enjoy. And please email us. Your feedback will help us make voice stream better. Which means we have finished our basic setup. Enjoy. And it says enjoy. Done. Button. And there's our done button. And we'll double tap. Folders button. And now we should be at the main screen and let's see what we have here. Folders button. All items button. Edit button. Search. Search field. Welcome. Four minutes, 17 seconds. Help. 15 minutes, 15 seconds. Pride and Prejudice. Jane Austen. 11 hours, 9 minutes, 44 seconds. Add button. Refresh button. Settings button. And that's our main screen. So we have now arrived at the main screen. While you listen to main menu, do you ever think about a piece of technology that you've been thinking about purchasing or just a piece of technology that you really want to hear about, but that you are unable to demonstrate for all of the main menu listeners? If so, we have a way for you to make those ideas be heard so that the main menu staff and other main menu listeners can produce segments on that topic. If you visit the main menu website at mainmenu.acbradio.org, you will find a link that says create an account. Creating an account is completely free and takes only a few seconds. Once you have an account, click on the link that says Segment Ideas. There, you will find a form to add an idea that you would like to see us cover on the show. If you see an idea in the list of ideas that you are able to cover for us on Main Menu, please click the Request This Idea link, which will let us know that you are able to cover this idea, and we will be in touch with you. We look forward to hearing your ideas for topics that we should be covering here on Main Menu. And, as always, thank you for your support in ACB Radio and in Main Menu. On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We all look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.